The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there, while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came up and ate them. The seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it who indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Christ. You may be seated. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. With today's Gospel, we begin to hear Jesus teaching in parables. Jesus often uses hyperbole or exaggeration to make his point. And in these short stories or parables, he draws on images and stories from everyday life to illuminate who God is and what the kingdom of God looks like. Here, Jesus tells what he himself calls the parable of the sower. Mark, Matthew, and Luke, all included in their accounts of Jesus' ministry and teaching. Matthew also includes an explanation of the parable that most scholars agree was added later in the first century to encourage new Christians who face challenges to their faith. Like any teacher or storyteller, Jesus wrapped his point in a story that held the attention of his followers. 
talking about God or trying to understand God's kingdom might be overwhelming and confusing. But planting seeds and harvesting crops were familiar to his audience. Today, we are even less connected to the earth and fewer of us are farmers, but many of us still have experiences digging in the dirt, protecting our gardens from hungry deer or bear, and having the satisfaction of growing things ourselves. And we've also weathered failure. When the seedlings never appear, the roots drop from too much water, or the vines wither and the buds shrivel in the scorching sun. Because we can picture the scene that Jesus describes, the recklessness of the sower's activity is even more noticeable. Jesus says that the very first thing that the sower does is to go out to sow. No one's cultivated the ground ahead of time. No one's picked out the rocks or pulled the weeds or amended the clay. No one has tilled it over and added compost to enrich it. The sower just goes and scatters the seed. No one measures the space between the plants or the depth that the seed needs to go into the furrows that have been hoed. No one marks off the sections for the tomatoes and the beans and the squash or the corn. To our modern ears, and perhaps to his original listeners, it sounds like a recipe for disaster. But where some hear a lamentable wastefulness and a lack of preparation, what Jesus describes is the extravagance of grace and the wideness of God's mercy for each one of us. The sower doesn't judge ahead of time where the seed may be sown, but broadly and generously sows. It looks carefree and even reckless, but the sower has confidence that when the seed takes root, it will accomplish exactly what it needs to do. And the sower knows the harvest will be plentiful in spite of predators and hostility. Teaching with parables, Jesus turns what we know on its head and moves us from the safety and security of what is familiar into something else, into something new. When we rush to explain the parable, our focus shifts to the four soils. Trying to determine which soil we are most like, we begin to assign a grade to ourselves and to others. Forgetting that labeling people is rarely easy or accurate. Any one of us at different times in our lives may be hardened toward God or receptive to receiving God's love. Other times we create this illusion that we have some kind of control over the conditions where the seed will be planted or the yield that will be harvested. 
We like to imagine that our congregations are greenhouses where all the right conditions exist for the gospel to be heard. But this parable is a vivid reminder of what God has overcome. Rocks and scorching sun, thorns and snatching birds to bring life into the world. Understanding that God is the sower means remembering that it is God who is working in the world. And it is God's work that we are participating in. It is good news that God is out and about in the world beyond our doors, especially when that world is messier than we would like. And it is good news that God sows abundant love and forgiveness with joyful freedom and hope. There is no person or place beyond God's reach. When we pay attention, we see life springing forth all around us from unexpected places and people. Flowers bloom in the cracks of cement sidewalks and wildflowers flourish in highway medians. And where God's word is planted, we hear children saying beautiful prayers. And we witness strangers being welcomed with gentleness. And we see the fruits of God's Holy Spirit embodied in the beloved community. As we go out into the world this week, let's look with wonder at all God is doing in our midst and reflect on all the uncultivated or wild places where the gospel can be shared. Let us pray. Generous God, thank you for your reckless love for us, even when we harden our hearts towards you or waste your gifts. Help us follow your son Jesus as disciples every day, even when his teachings challenge us. Sanctified by your Holy Spirit, may your word take root deep in our hearts and minds that we would share with our neighbors in the abundant life you prepare for us all. Amen.